So where in your life are you actually living in the truth? In what relationships do you actually live in the truth? When it comes to your own standards, when it comes to your own discipline, where are you actually living in the truth? Right, so it depends on where you're at in the journey, not only the day-to-day state of where you're at emotionally, but also like where you are in the long-term journey as well. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1114, Are You Afraid of Your Own Greatness? Last week's live podcast. Today, for episode number 1115, Why Living in the Actual Truth is So Empowering. So as you know, I like to have hyper-conscious conversations with people, Alan. That's one of my favorite things in the world to do is to to have a deep conversation. Uh, There may or may not have been a small amount of marijuana involved in this conversation. Mm -hmm. I'll put Mm -hmm. that out there for the the world to consider. To consider, maybe. To to consider, Maybe. maybe. I was sitting on the porch with a buddy and we just started having this conversation. We just went pretty deep. And... This person knows of you. This person, I don't think this person has ever met you, but this person knows of you. And I said, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think one of the reasons that Alan and I thrive so well in business, although it does feel like we're losing the vast majority of the time, <laughs> is because of our, number one, our relationship allows us to be extremely truthful with one another. I said, so I want you to imagine, like really imagine this. When it comes to Alan and I, we don't have ego with each other very often. We have in the past, but we get through it pretty quickly. I said, the the beautiful thing about us is we just live in the truth more often than other people do, I think. I said, it's empowering for me to know that Alan is better at this, better at this, better at this, better at this. It's empowering for me to know that I'm better at this, better at this, better at this. It's empowering for both of us to know that because we can actually make intelligent decisions without hurting each other's feelings. And that's the goal of this episode. Why living in the actual truth is so empowering? Because if you're not living in the actual truth, you're actually hurting yourself in the long run. So just as an an example, Anytime we're making a decision, we always say who is more optimal in this decision. So when it comes to titling the episodes, we realize that I was more optimal, right? I'm just, that's something I guess I'm good at. Go ahead. You want to interrupt me? uh, Got to, got to. Sorry. So I was, um, where was it? Oh, so we used to send uh, digital assets to people every single time. So, So for those of you who are new listeners... Old listeners will remember this throwback. Mm. We used to have weekly. So now what we do for monthly meetups, we used to do weekly live masterminds. And those eventually transformed into the live podcast, which you now hear as two different episodes. But I was going back through those digital assets that I think it was Tiff who used to create those before we had Christina on the team. This is way, way, way back. 
Um, we just surpassed week 130. So I think this was like early on, like week 17, 18, 19, that kind of thing. Kev, the titles were so different back then. The mm. top 10 ways, like it was so obvious to me looking at those assets that I was doing more of the titling than you, yeah. which was in hindsight, a mistake. It was, it, it was not optimal. I shouldn't just say mistake. It, it was less optimal. We've gotten so much better. Not only have the digital assets gotten so much better too, everything's just improved by so much. So I just wanted to share that with the listeners given what you just mentioned because it wasn't long ago that I was scrolling and seeing all of those digital assets and going, I can't believe we used to title the episodes this yeah. this way. The, the old titles really were not were not optimal. Yeah. Well, it's it's so important to, and number one, to look back and realize that. But the fact that you and I can have that conversation and just say, hey... And we, we talked about this recently. Alan was doing his PPT or he was going over his PPT and I was trying to coach him through that when I usually I just ask questions and he has his own breakthroughs based on that. And he was trying to help me with episodes. And I said, Alan, I got this or logistics or whatever. I know he mentioned that in a previous oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the importance is this is what happens. We can actually make the most optimal decision. We can stay in our genius zone. We will have an episode dropping uh, last week's, it'll be last week's live podcast dropping next Tuesday about that. And we don't get our feelings hurt. And I think that allows us to remain humble because when you are told you're good at something and you take the responsibility of that thing, it's also easy for you to give up things that you're not necessarily good at and also take feedback as well. I think that's that's where our conversation on the porch was. I, we were talking about humility. And this person said, well, I really value feedback. He said, I think that's why we all get along so well is we all value feedback because we realize that without feedback, we can't operate effectively. We can't operate the way we actually could if it was based in the truth. And that's when I went into that story. My question for you, if this you're out there- This is the couple you guys hang out with? Yeah, yeah, one of them. This is This is my question for you if you're out there. In, so where in your life are you actually living in the truth? In what relationships do you actually live in the truth? When it comes to your own standards, when it comes to your own discipline, where are you actually living in the truth? I think this episode is mostly about relationships because that's the example I used, but you have to check in with that because that's going to dictate a lot of your success. Uh, we've talked in prior episodes about the truth dial. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you ask yourself, how much am I living in the truth with this person or that person? The truth dial is, is from zero to 10 and picture like your stove. The, the more you turn it up, the more truth you can, the more expressed you are. So 10 out of 10 represents full expression of truth. Uh, zero out of 10 represents suppression. In other words, someone who can't really take feedback or never takes feedback or isn't open to your opinion or open to your perspective. And every relationship has a certain truth dial to it. Uh, I gave Emilia some feedback recently about our relationship that I told her right in advance. I said, I'm scared to share this and I'll keep it private, of course. But And then I shared it and we've been so, so good ever since that moment. Everything has improved since that moment. And it's not like things were bad. It just, I had a moment where I was like, okay, I can either suppress this truth even and pretend it's not bothering me and then have it manifest in some weird, stupid other way, or I can just like share it. And so I did, but like every relationship 
I remember you told me this early on, uh, early on as if it was 20 years ago, uh, probably two and a half years ago, Kev, you said something along the lines of, I was talking to you about a friend of yours who you were not giving feedback to, who I was like, give, you know, give him the feedback, like tell him the stuff, you know, it'll help him grow. Mm. And you said to me, Alan, it's different with you though. You want to grow and you want feedback and you're open to it. This other person isn't. Can we go into that? Because I think our listeners, not that specific story, obviously, but like our listeners, I think, could benefit from understanding that you not being fully truthful with someone isn't always on you. It might be on their delicate ego. Because have you ever, and this is what I want our listeners to contemplate too, have you ever had, oh, okay, I'll give you an example. Perfect story. I'm on a... Uh, session with one of the team members and this team member just had something really challenging happen to them um, in an intimate arena they went on a date and they were really hoping something would work out that didn't okay I'll leave it there she did not want to talk about it I could tell she had like an ego about it like a protector she was definitely like extra sassy and I could tell she didn't want to talk about it and every time I brought it up it was like don't go there it was, she didn't say don't go there, but like energetically, it was like, don't go there. Don't push that button. And so I think that, and what I really wanted to talk about, I couldn't quote unquote talk about without her being like that. And that I want people to understand isn't necessarily on me that I'm not able to be fully expressed. Some rooms you kind of can't be fully expressed because some people's egos are so delicate that they can't talk about certain things um, because it's such a wound deep down that, that and, and there's a lot of fixed mindset stuff that goes into this. If someone doesn't believe in their own ability to change or to make progress or, or even believe that feedback will be beneficial, they're going to put up that sort of wall, so to speak. And so for the listeners, if you are suppressed, quote unquote, around anybody, a lot of it might be the fact that the other person has a fixed mindset, has limiting beliefs, and doesn't really want to go there, and or there could be trauma or deep insecurity or all of the above. And so that's just something to to add as well. Yeah, it's one of those things where you can really, and it's it's hard, right? You can really only give feedback to the level that you've given it before. Because if you don't know how somebody takes feedback, it could break rapport. And honestly, it could be it could break the relationship if you What's give rapport? too much feedback. Just rapport. I, I know you know, but I just for anyone who might not, it's, I don't know, know if that. I've ever explained it. Rapport is it's connection. It's it's the connection and level of relationship that you have between you and somebody else. So you'll notice if Alan and I were just to jump on here, and we've actually done this before, and there's a reason we do the episodes the way we do. If we were just to jump on here and not have any conversation before, we wouldn't necessarily have a strong level of rapport where we feel connected energetically, we feel like we're on the same wavelength, our vibes are the same, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, and it's based on value too. I think if you're if you're connecting with somebody based on values, it's also a good way to build rapport. But if you go to somebody, say I have never given Alan feedback before, and the first bit of feedback I give him is like a 10 out of 10, that's going to break rapport. And that's probably not going to be constructive. So that's pretty much what I was saying at that time is, I know we want to give 
well, we don't always, but I know we want to give people feedback, but you can really only give feedback to the level of strength you have in the relationship, but also a deeper level is you can really only give feedback based on the level of feedback you've given in the past because mm -hmm. you don't know what kind of weight somebody can lift. You I don't know. know what they can handle. You don't know how their protectors are going to jump up. You don't know what ego. You don't know if that's going to hurt their self-worth. It's a very, very delicate balance, and I think it has to be based on on past. It has to be based on evidence. The The difficult part is if you've never given somebody feedback, now the, it started to build up and you're starting to resent this person and you have to give some sort of feedback. That's where things get wonky because you're probably going to overshoot. That's why expressing your truth along the way is so important. But that's, that's the part of it is you have to understand and I think this is what Alan was saying. Alan's really good at taking feedback better than most and I don't think he understands how good he is, so he assumes if everybody got the feedback he got, everybody would grow in proportion to that. And I don't think that's necessarily true based on what I've studied, I would say. Uh, why? Because you're, you understand at a very deep level that feedback is required for growth and you're focused on growing the most you can, where not everybody is that. Right. So sometimes it's almost like, if you had a house and your goal was to make the house the best house possible, if somebody walked up to you and said, hey, your windows suck, like those windows are terrible, you might say, you might be like, oh, cool, what windows do you suggest I order to make the house better? Because you're, if you're an expert or whatever, where somebody else might say, well, come on, man, like I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can, or right. I'm not real. I don't care if the windows are perfect, like I'm happy I have a house. That, right. Yeah. I absolutely love book club. It is my favorite way to start the weekend. We talk about uh, the chapter that we read previously and it made a big difference in my life and the beginning of my journey of self-development. And it is a very kind and welcoming community. And it's a great space where if you want to um, just sit and listen, you're able to, but there's also a lot of space for discussion and questions. I have nothing but good things to say about book club. Interesting. There's so many layers to this too, because oh, it's yeah. predicated on your goals, which is predicated on your self-belief, which is predicated on, and, and if you have high goals, you're going to have higher standards. It's predicated on the wounds of the past as well. It's interesting. So the original point here was essentially living in the truth is how you make effective decisions. This is an interesting conversation because when I was on the phone with a client earlier today, I, I do this a lot, Kev. I pull up that asset that Christina created for you of the, I think you have a distraction zone in the center and then there's the comfort zone, anxiety zone, or no, comfort learning zone, learning anxiety. zone, anxiety zone. Yeah. And I use comfort zone, learning zone, anxiety zone, which is essentially the challenge skills sweet spot, which picture the comfort zone as zero, the anxiety zone as 10, and five is the center of the learning zone, which is like the perfect amount of weight in the gym for you to grow, but not get injured. And I asked this person right at the beginning of the call, I said, where are you at in your life? And she, I, I said, you know, and I drew the lines in red uh, on that digital asset. I literally pulled up that asset and she's like, I'm close to the, I'm a little bit in the anxiety zone. The reason I did that was because I'm about to pour it on. I'm about to pour on more feedback as a coach, I'm supposed to help people grow. 
what I've come to understand is that you, the medicine, I've said this before, the medicine that would cure one patient will actually kill another. And that's why even podcasting can be so challenging. And that's why we have to understand our listener to the best we can. Because for some of you, if I say you need to work harder, that is true. For a, a couple of you, several of you, that actually isn't true. This client in particular is grinding all day, every day, and really spreading herself too thin to where if she continues to do that, it is going to be detrimental to her emotional and physical and mental health. And so, and it's all relative to what you can handle as well. I mean, Kevin and I talk about how he did 245 shows or whatever in, in 82 days because 10 of those days he was on vacation, um, honeymoon. But you could never have done that four years ago, right? Yeah. So it's also all relative to like how much you've grown. So it's it's micro and macro. It's, it's like, okay, are you in an emotional state right now? One of our team members um, unfortunately lost her pet of, I think, 12 years. And she showed up to the meeting and Kevin and I were like, you don't have to be here mm. like at all. Because the last thing we're going to do is figure out how to grow and scale this global business when she's emotionally devastated. Yeah, I, I would use that word. And it was just it was just like, I hope you I'm grateful you showed up. I think that's a, a testament to your work ethic and your your grit. But I, I but I also want you to know, like, now is not the time to go build. Right now is the time to repair. Let's not build a new skyscraper let's repair you know your heart so it, it's dependent on the context momentarily but it's also dependent on where you are in your journey you know you're not going to go to jeff bezos of amazon.com who's who's leading that company and and you know say oh you lost a couple thousand dollars and him freak out mm. right but if you if you said hey kev we lost a couple thousand dollars with you and i four years ago it would have been like what like yeah. we need that right now Right, so it depends on where you're at in the journey, not only the day to day state of where you're at emotionally, but also like where you are in the long term journey as well. The other interesting thing too, and this came to me when you were talking, and I don't know, I don't know if I've ever, I've ever put it this way, or if I've ever really heard it put this way, but feedback can also be positive. So in that example with that client, something along the lines of you don't understand how how hard you're working and how far you've come in such a short time, mm -hmm. that's also feedback that can actually correct somebody back to maybe the learning zone. Right. So that's a whole that's a whole other thing is and again I think that's something I don't know that I was consciously doing but Alan showed me yesterday Alan showed me one of the articles he's writing for LinkedIn and at the end I was like dude that's really good like that's world class like strong work. That's positive feedback. That's me just giving Alan positive feedback which also is going to help him. I mean I know you believe it's it's world-class anyway, so it's not necessarily, but in some way, shape, or form, that's doing something to influence Alan. Where in the past, if I was afraid of giving him that feedback for fear of being outgrown or fear of being left behind or whatever, that would have, we also wouldn't be living in the truth because, okay, what would happen? I compliment Alan on his writing skills. Next time one of us has to write something, I might say, dude, let me write that. I'll write that. I can write that. When realistically, Alan's a better writer than I am. Alan should do the majority of the writing in terms of everything that we're producing, the content or whatever. Which is what we're doing. Right. For the Next Level Hope Foundation, I'm writing the flyer because we know that that's 
As something I've worked on. I don't yeah. think it comes naturally. I really don't. I appreciate the compliment. Um, I think yeah, the thinking does. The writing is brutal for me. Yeah. Well, but I, I think I'm getting way better, definitely. But I've yeah. also been doing it for seven and a half years with very little to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's usually, how, usually how it goes, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But that's, um, the, that's yeah. the important thing is when you... It's almost like the feedback is the... The feedback is the first dot on the graph. And then from there, it's like, okay, where do I go with this? I can give a little bit more. Okay, last time I gave this level, I can give a little bit more. And I think it's both positive and negative or constructive. We'll say constructive, well, I guess, yeah, positive and um, room for improvement feedback. We'll say that. Uh, last thing I know we got to go. We talk There's about drive to five. Put a dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. Every time you uh, say, every time I, I say, we got to go. go. We got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drive to five, being confident, but also humble. 10 is arrogant. Zero is, you know, completely fearful. And, and a 10 doesn't believe they need a mentor. The the zero doesn't think they deserve one or, or are too afraid to get one. Five is optimal. And if someone's above five, if you really have their best interest at heart, what you're supposed to try to help them do is is give them feedback that's constructive but maybe challenging to take so they get back in the truth. If someone's down and out and really needs to be uplifted, you can bring them back to five by sharing what is great about, about them or about their work or whatever. And my question that I would encourage all of us to contemplate including myself is how well are we coaching ourselves in that like how well i bet you everyone's good at one or the other that's what i've come to think of it's like i think everyone's really good at either beating themselves up or really good at overlifting themselves up yeah. and i think it's very hard to stay centered and get really good at both of those and then not only that but do the right one at the right time yeah not it's a just whole thing with, with others but also ourselves yeah it's a whole thing. And it starts with you first. It starts with you at one. I had to admit at one point that Alan is better at these things. And I also had to admit that, oh, wow, I'm better at these things. That's all. And that's both of them. You can't let it get to your head. But that to your point, and you said this originally, it also, it depends on who you're sharing this experience with. Because not everybody will be ready for that level of, Alan, let me do this. I'm better. We, we have already determined that I'm better at this. 100%. That's the thing is we've already created precedents. Our precedents are if it's it's like a flow chart. If blank involves blank, Kevin does it. If blank involves blank, Alan does it. Why? Because we've already decided that's the way to do it. And we've learned that enough times that when we don't listen to that, things don't work out as optimally as they could. So that's the that's the initial thing is you have to have an agreement with yourself. The other person has to have an agreement with themselves and you have to have an agreement together. And I think that's how it starts. That's what I would say. And no wonder why it's so challenging. This is all it's, these things make sense. I'm why it's so you. hard? And then when you grow, now you have to reevaluate that. Because what I'm if you, you came up in writing and right? So it's just fascinating. Well, relationships are not you and the person. It's you and the person. It's you and yourself. It's the person and themselves, and then together. I think it's four. It's four parts. I think. Yeah, it's wildly, and it's, it's constantly changing and evolving. Constantly yeah, it's a challenge. So you have it's to. Yeah, it's fire.
It's it's a challenge. Great Next episode. level. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Next level nation, or I should say you too. I'm not, you are part of this. I know I, you know, I know I'm I'm the man, but thank you for that so much. I appreciate that. You know what I meant though, the yeah, title yeah. that you picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great topic. It. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Next level nation, if you are struggling with finding like-minded, growth-minded individuals, please join our private Facebook group Next Level Nation. The reason it is private is so you can post and feel safe. You can post about what's actually going on in your life and you don't have to worry about judgmental relatives or judgmental exes or judgmental friends seeing your posts. So join it. It is in the show notes and it is a wonderful place to be. I am looking right now. So Kev, we just decided on the next monthly meetup topic, right? Yeah. So I think we're going to talk about uh, the growth. The oh, genius zone. Genius zone. Genius yeah, we're going to go deep on yeah. that. So if you... Uh, when does that episode drop? The Genius Zones next week? Next Tuesday. Okay, so next Tuesday, worst plug of all time, I apologize. Next Tuesday, there will be an episode that we did on the live podcast, essentially about Genius Zone. And it ended up getting really, it was only a 20 minute episode and then a 20 minute Q&A and we didn't have enough time to go deep, as deep as we need to. You know, what's your purpose? What's your passion? What's the vehicle? How do you make it profitable? All that stuff. We're going to do a monthly meetup in November about that. The October meetup is how to put yourself first. The November meetup is going to be uh, how to find and hone your genius zone. And that's not the perfect title, but both links are created and both will be in the show notes of this episode. Boom. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1116. Can you step into your greatness without being entitled? When we start to lean into our authentic selves, our strengths, our quote unquote greatness, I know one of the fears that people have is am I going to get entitled? Am I going to get an ego? So we will talk about that tomorrow. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. Shout out to all the new NLU listeners. Maybe you've never heard this before. At NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.